How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Fusho. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fusho. In today's episode, let's get straight to the point. I want to talk about what is the best gym here in the Philippines. Now, I want to be very straightforward that there's a lot of There are a lot of good gyms here in the Philippines. There are a lot of big chains and there are a lot of small like or like one standalone gyms here that are really, really amazing. And in today's episode, I want to talk about which one is actually the best one for you. So in that sense, there's I'm not going to pick one and say that of all the gyms here in the Philippines, this is the best one. Everyone should be going here. No, because that's hard to say or that's hard or more than it being hard that's wrong for me to claim that there is the best gym for you because everyone has you know a lot of different goals different preferences different schedules etc so in today's episode i want to talk about or i want to give some guidance if ever you are in the market to sign up for a new gym and you're wondering which gym you should sign up for Hopefully, this um, episode can help you out. So, yes, um, I guess I'm, I'm gonna say it that the title is a bit clickbaity. I mean, that's really wrong because if there's anyone who wants to be very objective about which one, which is the best gym, I mean, of course, we can just say, oh, oh, when we say best gym, are we gonna go for the one that has the biggest square area or are we gonna go for the one that has the most number of machines, etc., or the cleanest bathroom? I mean, A clean bathroom does, you know, (laughs) matter. But of course, we want to talk about which is the best one for you because there are some people that have this preference and other people have this preference. So let's talk about that. I will be breaking it down to a couple of different categories to help keep things a bit more objective because again, just to name a lot of the gyms here in the Philippines that, you know, have been getting a lot of traction. Um, Let's name the chains that have been here, the gym franchise or chains that have been here for decades already. So we have, of course, Fitness First. We have Gold's Gym. And then I guess it's been a decade already or almost a decade. We have um, Anytime Fitness. And of course, one of the oldest ones right there um, is going to be Slimmers. Uh, Slimmers First? I mean, what's it called that? Slimmers World. That's the name. And of course, we have newer gyms that are surfacing. We have um, a gym, the gym that I worked for before, Kinetics Lab. I'm going to try to be unbiased as much as possible as I talk about them later. And then we had different boutique gyms. You know, when I say boutique, like standalone gyms that have their own niches. Um, or something similar to Kinetics Lab, where they're being promoted as a premium or a luxury gym. Um, there's a, lo- a lot of gyms that are standalone like that. I'm not so sure about the name. I think the name escapes me right now because, of course, I advise for Kinetics. But there are also other boutique gyms similar to like um, Gymzilla. I think they just opened this year. Um, if you guys listened to last week's episode, I talked about how I was actually, or how I actually visited Gymzilla because there was a deadlift competition there. Very, very good atmosphere. And then, of course, there are a lot of different kinds of or different gyms that it's hard for me to name all of them. But in this video, once again, I want to talk about how to pick the right gym for you or what is the best gym for you, what is the perfect gym for you and your personality and your preferences. All right. Um, Let's talk about the first factor or the first category or the first, I guess, factor is the right word to use. The first thing that I want you guys to consider when it comes to picking a gym 
is really going to be down to the proximity. Basically, how near or, f- or how far or how convenient it is for you to go to this gym. You might be wondering, like, why is that the most important one? Isn't it going to be, I guess, the equipment, the coaching, etc.? I mean, I'll talk about those things later. But I believe in the past seven, let's just say seven, in the past seven years of my coaching and the past nine years, wait, no, I guess, nine or ten years of me uh, being in the gym environment or like working out for myself, I have learned or I have really, really come to observe that proximity is really the biggest thing that's going to allow somebody to be consistent. Now, when we talk about the best gym for you, obviously, it's supposed to be a gym that you can be consistent in because no matter what branch or no matter what gym you sign up for, even though it has a great selection of machines, biggest um, like area or like the biggest gym itself, if it's and the other side of Metro Manila for you, if it's on the other side, if it's going to be an hour or over an hour of travel time for you, that might not be the smartest choice because you're just going to be wasting time. Instead, you could pick something that's a bit nearer for you, pick a branch that's or pick a gym that's um, more convenient for you so that you can stick to the program as much as possible. Because let's say if you're going to go to the gym four times a week, we want to make sure that you're able to go four times a week as much as possible because if it's going to be you crossing through EDSA every single time, it's going to be another R uh, one way and then another R on the way back home, you might end up in the point that you might not want to be consistent because you realize that this is taking way too much time and too much effort for you. So that is exactly why, (coughs) sorry, it's got a bit of phlegm. That is precisely why that is the first thing that I want you to consider when you're thinking about signing up for a gym, proximity is going to be the first thing you should consider. So whether that be the proximity from your house, um, from your job, or from your uh, family or relatives or wherever, wherever you are frequent, so whether that be your house or your office, it has to be near there because you do not want, I mean, of course, you might want to consider it, but down the line, we want to make sure that you're able to be as consistent as possible. And the biggest factor to ensure that you can be consistent with it is picking something that's not that far or something that's actually kind of near for you. Now, let's th- let's move on to the second thing. So if proximity is the number one thing, the second thing is going to be, actually, as I talk about the rest of these categories, I want to mention that there's no um, sequence of importance. The only thing that I really wanted to separate from the rest would be the proximity because that's the one that's really going to dictate everything. This one, these are also important, uh, but as I list them down or as I discuss them, I want it to be known that not one is over the other. They're all equally important. And on that note, the next thing that I want you guys to consider would be the actual environment or the, or to use a more Gen Z term, I guess it's a Gen Z slash millennial term, would be the vibe of the gym. So yeah, trying to keep up with the times, right? So when it comes to the environment of the vi- or the vibe of the gym, that also matters quite a lot because there are some gyms that the market for the market of this gym would be for, I guess, um, the general population. Um, or sometimes some gyms really do focus for maybe people who have or who are more advanced in age, let's say um, 40, 50, 60 plus, 
um, because and of course these places are normally more expensive because they're tending to the people who I guess have more buying power as opposed to um, I would say teenagers who have their allowance um, or students in general so there are some gyms that have that market and then of course there are some gyms that are market are marketing towards extreme power lifters or diehard bodybuilders etc so those gyms might or not not might those gyms definitely have a different vibe compared to the i guess the general population gym now i guess i'll use an example let's talk about gymzilla versus something like i guess i'll use kinetics lab as an example um and it's nice for me to talk about it because obviously or sorry not obviously it depends if you guys have seen photos or, or videos of either of these gyms you can tell that when it comes to gymzilla specifically because of how dark and badass and neon i think they have neon lights um, the gym is it's definitely for some diehard power lifters because they have a lot of powerlifting equipment and of course they bodybuilders can definitely go there again or even uh, go there and apart from them just general lifters who love the hardcore vibe can definitely go to a place like gymzilla and if we're going to talk about kinetics lab you might be wondering wait isn't kinetics lab you know a powerlifting gym i mean Yes, sure. Kinetics Lab has a lot of good, actually great powerlifting equipment because they have powerlifting specific bars, powerlifting specific plates, powerlifting specific racks. So they do have the equipment to cater to a very or to a serious powerlifter without a doubt. But that's not the only market that Kinetics Lab, you know, is after. They want everyone to go to their gym or anyone who wants to live a stronger and healthier life. That is the market of Kinetics Lab. I think that's that's precisely why the slogan of the gym is strength in movement or, or like strength is for everybody or stronger days ahead. It's not just for meatheads. It's not just for diehard powerlifters. It's for anyone who wants to get stronger. When I was working there, um, zero of my clientele were diehard lifters. All of my clientele were people who just wanted to catch up with their kids or like run with their kids, have some playtime with their kids, carry their groceries, um, lift the gallon of water, the classic example. So everyone that was training there wanted to get stronger. I mean, of course, they can get stronger in a squat, bench, deadlift. That doesn't mean that they're a power lifter. They can, you know, get bigger arms and shoulders with getting stronger. That doesn't mean that they're a bodybuilder. So on that note, so I guess that's really good to, con um, to compare Jimzilla and kinetics lab so even though that they can cater to power both of them can cater to powerlifting the biggest difference is the vibe that they want their gyms to have gymzilla from what i am observing of course i didn't talk to the marketing team or whatever uh, i just know the, the vibe of the people that go there they're people who are really like what's the, what's a good phrase they're very <clears throat> <laughs> the lack of uh, vocabulary is definitely showing but those are the people who are very in oh there we go intense the these are intense serious lifters people that um of course not naman they grunt every single rep they don't shout every single set but these are people that lift the weights that bang the weights um people who are celebrating after every set like example for a top set and like yeah man good job good job and that's a good environment for like powerlifters that's why a majority well 
I think so. Majority of Team Equinox um, lives there because they are diehard or they're actually really, really, really top tier powerlifters. And that vibe fits them perfectly. Now, when it comes to Kinetics Lab, that's not the same vibe that they would want. We don't want people to be shouting all the time because, of course, there are other people. Uh, when I say we, it's because you know I work with them from time to time. When it comes to Kinetics Lab, they're the type uh, or the, they're the gym that wants to cater to everyone. So we don't want any fixed group to be, um, or we don't want any group to be isolated. So of course, powerlifters can still go. Just make sure that you're not banging and throwing the weights, taking your shirts off. Hint, hint. If you guys know, knew the drama months ago, we don't want anyone to be rowdy. There we go. I think uh, that's a good term. And rowdy is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different vibe. So in Kinetics Lab. And other gyms, actually, majority of the gyms that I mentioned a while ago, we don't want any um, rowdy um, behavior. I'm not saying that Gymzilla is rowdy. It's just that these gyms really are against rowdy behavior because they want to make sure that every other um, member is comfortable. Because I was coaching a 40, a 50, a 60-year-old in Kinetics Lab before, and I'm pretty sure that if there was a teenager who was throwing plates everywhere or like really like slamming the bar, uh, we'd tell that person off because that's very disruptive. And again, that's why, and I know this, uh, I'm not sure if it's a tangent or part of the, it's a good example, but I really wanted to talk about that difference because the vibe of the gym is really going to let you know if this is a good fit for you. Because if you're, let's say if you're a power lifter and then you're really considering between Kinetics Lab and Gymzilla. Specifically, you're considering the UP Town Center branch and Gymzilla because it's in Quezon City as well. They're a bit far from each other, but if you're in the middle of Quezon City and then equal distance and you're considering, if you want to, if you're the type who wants to be very more, um, what do you call this, intense, the type who wants to be surrounding uh, to be surrounded by I guess other top lifters, um, I guess Gymzilla is the way to go. But if you're the type who wants more, if there's some sessions that you just want to be not as intense, I'm I'm using these terms as intense or rowdy, not as intense, uh, not as negative things. They're just different. If you want something a bit more different, and if you want something uh, that's a lot more premium, I mean, of course, I'm not saying that. Uh, Gymzilla has lame equipment. They have good equipment. It's just that the vi or the atmosphere of Kinetics Lab definitely is, uh, gives a more premium vibe. So if that's something that you would want, or something more premium, not as rowdy or intense or badass. I guess okay, that's no, that's the term I want. Gymzilla has a very badass vibe, as opposed to or sorry. Gymzilla has a very badass powerlifting, bodybuilding side. And then Kinetics Lab, um, sure, they're badass, but they're more in the premium that we are. We offer good coaching. That's really what they're marketed for. And I will talk about that. I will talk about that later. So it really depends. Not one gym is inherently better than the other. Um, of course, one gym is bigger. Kinetics Lab is like twice the size of Gymzilla. Um, and if you have your preferences of more badass, dark, go for Gymzilla. If you just want a um, good variety, a good luxury, good premium feel, then that's when you can go for something like Kinetics Lab. Um, I use those two as an example because they have that solid similarity of powerlifting equipment, bodybuilding machines, but the environment, the vibe itself, 
are completely different. So I guess that's why I wanted to make those two as an example. And of course, like other gyms, you know, like um, Anytime Fitness, Gold Gym. I, actually, I, I want to talk about that. These bigger chains, I've been a member in all of them, okay? So I was a member before at Gold's Gym, Fitness First, and Anytime Fitness. Um, there's really no specific vibe per gym because almost everyone there just goes to work out. They have a few friends they talk to, but it's not like there's a solid community. Uh, of course, some branches have, you know, different communities, of course, but it's not uh, not like, I guess, Kinetics Lab. There's a really known community there. Gymzilla, there's a community that's definitely forming there. And these bigger chains, they don't have a comp- distinct vibe from one another. So example, if I walk into an Anytime Fitness, then the next day I walk into a fitness for, uh, I guess, let's say, Anytime Fitness versus Gold's Gym. I mean, it's just another decent gym. That's the vibe that they give off. So there's no necessary, there's no thing that really sets them apart vibe-wise, I guess I can phrase it that way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because some people just need a gym to begin with. All right, so that was a long tangent for or a long discussion on the differences of vibe, but I'm sure you guys can understand that. Um, let's, okay, the next one before I get lost again. First one I talked about was proximity. Next was the environment slash vibe. Now, this next one is something that will really, it's a big, 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 big indicator of which gym is going to be the best for you. The coachings, the, the coachings, the coaching staff or the coaches that are available there. Um, I would say, again, I didn't want to be really biased for Kinetics Lab because I worked there before. But from what I know or from, or from what has been exposed to me or what I've been exposing myself to is that I feel like Kinetics Lab is the... I feel like it's the gym that's known to, how can I phrase this? It's Kinetics Lab is the gym that's above every other boutique gym or like standalone gym that they promote themselves to really have the best coaches. Because every other gym, they're promoting that, oh, we are 24-7, oh, we have uh, many branches, etc. We have this and that, we have this class, etc. But I feel like Kinetics Lab is the only one that really prioritizes or puts forward that we have good, educated, um, friendly coaching staff. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe maybe that's just, you know, I don't have any targeted ads that are talking about, you know, um, like the coaching staff of this branch or of this gym chain. So if you're somebody who's after getting a good coach then i feel like you have to go for something you have to go for something similar to kinetics lab a boutique gym that's known for their coaching i mean of course they're known for their like you know premium equipment they're known for their um wide space or for their open spaces yes but not just that they're whenever it came to the promotions it's always or half the time or more than half the time it's about how good the coaches are as opposed to Let's say Fitness First, Goals Gym, Anytime Fitness. Oh, a new one also is a Surge Fitness and Lifestyle. I think they're opening. They've been opening like in the past two or three years long. Um, whenever I would see ads of their gyms, it's always about the gym, not about the coaches. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you're the type of person who wants to go to a gym for the coaching, then go to a gym that's all about the coaching. 
And namely, the only name that I can think of is going to be Kinetics Lab. You can search, of course, for different gyms out there that might that promotes their coaching. But I guess it's good luck because whenever I tried searching it, actually, like a uh, good personal training in um, like the Philippines, gyms don't come out primarily, or like what primarily comes out would be the coaches that are freelancers, like coaches that don't work for gyms. That's based on my Google search. <laughs> but yeah, if you're somebody who's really after coaching, go for a gym that's after coaching. And if you're somebody who's after classes, I guess let's put coaching and classes in the same category. If you're somebody who wants to go to a class, uh, wants to go to the gym primarily for the group exercise classes that they have, then go to um, gyms that are really known to have or that are really known for that because I'm not putting them down. So again, all of the gyms that I've mentioned so far are known, are, uh, sorry, all of the gyms that I mentioned so far have group classes. So Kinetics Lab, um, Anytime Fitness, Goals Gym, or even UFC, Surge Fitness, Slimmers, Fitness First, all of them have group classes, but none of them are known for their group classes. A gym that has been you know alive for three or four years right now, I think we mentioned it in the podcast uh, with the episode of featuring Kyla Gankaiko, would be TMS, the Movement Studio. They're a gym that's known for their group classes because that's what the gym is. It's a group class area. There are treadmills, there are dumbbells, there's a lot of things. And it's primarily going to be or it's for the coaching. Or sorry, it's for the classes. If you're somebody who wants to or who only wants to go to a gym um, because of the classes, I think it's best to go to a gym known for the classes. It's simple as that. I mean, of course, you can always go sign up for a gym that has, you know, gym equipment, machines, etc. And then at the side of the gym, they have a group class area. I mean, yes, you can do that. But I would say that the specialization that I've seen or the, um, I guess, yeah, the specialization that I've seen from the likes of the Movement Studio, because um, I personally know some of the coaches there, they're pretty solid as opposed to some of the group classes and some of these commercial gyms that I'm not saying that they're bad. It's just that it's not, I would say, as good. That's just me make generalizing. Wow, generalizing. I don't know all of the group classes that exist, but I'm just saying that, in my honest opinion, the likes of the Movement Studio are really, really good for people who want those classes. And I'm pretty sure you can, you can find other gyms that are similar to that. It's just that I think the Movement Studio and what's another one? Bear, Bear Manila? Bear Fitness? Something like that. But anyway, for me to only remember the Movement Studio, I guess that's testament enough that they're really known for that. So if you want classes, go to a gym that's known for their classes and not just a gym that has, you know, an optional class to attend to, all right? Uh, next thing would be, I think this one I can talk about quickly, would be scheduling or like how the operational hours of the gym. There are only a few gyms here in the Philippines um, that are 24-7. Um, there are, there's Anytime Fitness, obviously, it's in the name. There's Surge Fitness. And there's another one, It's the branding is red. I'm just, you know, forgetting it right now. But if you're somebody who really needs the 24-7 accessibility um, 
then go for these gyms. Obviously, I'm going to say straightforward that. Um, say what's a gym? Okay, fitness first. There, I think they open at seven a.m. There are some people that need to work out at five or six a.m. So I guess if you're that type of people, you'll have to cross out seven. Uh, you'll have to cross out fitness first from that list. That's as straightforward as that. Um, if you're somebody who wants to work, who works out at midnight because of your shift at work or whatever, then of course you don't. You you can only consider these type of gyms that are open twenty four seven. And of course, just pick the one that's nearest to you. Going back to our first point of proximity. All right, now this is the last major, uh, the last category, the last factor that you guys will obviously be considering, and it's the one that a lot of people consider first before proximity, would be the price. Working out, depending on what format you use, can be, or like uh, what approach you use, can be really, really expensive, or can be really affordable. I would say that. Um, the most affordable option would be, I guess, in the from what I know, um, of course, you can go to a backal gym, a local gym. Um, when I say backal gym, these are gyms that are just, you know, they're not chains. And of course, if you're a Filipino, you know what a backal gym is. If price is going to be the first thing that you have to consider, example, you're tight on your budget right now because you have other responsibilities, and that's perfectly fine. Then you can just go for the nearest backal gym as long as it's you know hygienic and that it fits your schedule, it fits your goals, etc. Then you can go for that. But if you're somebody who, of course, are if you're somebody who wants to go for the classes, if you're somebody who wants to go for the personal training. And you'll have to automatically accept, or you'll, you're forced to accept that it is going to be a bit more expensive because you're not just paying for gym use, you're paying for the time, the expertise of the group class instructor or the personal trainer that you'll be hiring. So that's kind of a, like, you know, a no brainer. Like, it's something that all people really um, accept right away. It's just that that's something that you will play a factor. Now, of course, there will be a time in your life that maybe if you're a beginner and you want to really set yourself in the proper footing, the proper foundation, what you can do is to really invest in a few sessions with a good coach in whatever gym. Example, if you develop a good relationship with this coach like, and you're able to learn from this coach, then that's going to be a good option. And then if ever in the future... Once you're a bit more confident in yourself that you don't need a coach, that you don't need to keep on spending um, for this coach's um, time and expertise, then you can just go for the cheaper option or the more affordable option of just going to the gym and not paying for a trainer. So that's basically it when it comes to scheduling and price. These are the, the easiest things to talk about. The, thing that the, the two things that I really wanted or the main I guess the two things that I wanted to talk about would be the proximity and the vibe of the gym. Because everything else is kind of black or white, like the coaches, if you want a good coach or a good class, scheduling, if it fits your schedule, and the price is, of course, dependent on your budget um, as of now. And of course, um, there's no um, obvious answer at the end of this when when we're talking about which one is the best gym, because... There's no best gym. All of the gyms, as long as they're clean and the coaches or and the staff aren't, you know, jerks, all gyms are good. All gyms can definitely help you achieve your goals. It's really going to be up to you on how consistent you will be. It's up to you on how um, hardworking you will be. And at the end of the day, 
because you know a barbell is a barbell no matter where you go sure there are different ones more expensive ones etc but nonetheless you are not going to get any results until you put the work in so the gym or the brand of the gym that you're in doesn't matter as much as how hard or how much effort you're willing to put that's very straightforward but again talk about it let's talk about it again talk about your proximity or sorry we're going to consider the consider the proximity the environment or, or the vibe of the gym the coaching staff or the class setup of that gym the scheduling and finally the price five factors to consider when it comes to deciding which gym is going to be the best one for you all right that's about it for episode 18 hope you guys learned a thing or two if you have a friend that is considering to sign up for a gym and they're really confused on where to go then I hope that you can send this video to them. I was hopefully I was I was hoping that this episode would be like what fifteen minutes, but of course I, I tend to <laughs> talk about things deeper than I should have. But of course that's why I love the podcast format. I don't have to be rushed um, with time because of course that's podcast. They 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 vary from five minutes all the way to two hours. Um, so hopefully you guys were able to enjoy this episode and learn from it. Please share it if, to any friend that you might think will benefit from this. I'll see you guys next week at episode 19.